This is episode number 68 with the fearless leader, Art Tugade. Mabuhai and welcome to the Best of You podcast, a show designed to help business leaders, entrepreneurs and freelancers grow their business, impact the nation and become the best of you. Thank you so much for making time to listen to our show today. Now let the inspiration begin. Hey guys, and welcome to today's episode. And today we go out of Metro Manila to record a very special interview with the president of the Clark Development Corporation, Mr. Art Tugade. So Art came to my attention when I attended an Asia CEO event and got to see him speak. And I was blown away. I was sincerely so inspired about his passion for serving the nation, so inspired with his style of leadership, and it's a, a controversial style of leadership, and I think you will take a lot from this. He has achieved amazing things in the Clark Development Corporation and the growth of Clark in recent years, outstanding really, and that has been recognized um, significantly when the, his leadership team um, won the 2015 Asia CEO Award for the Executive Leadership Team of the Year. So I want to know how. Um, what is his leadership philosophy, his practice? And I got so many gems of wisdom here. So this is a fantastic episode to learn on effective leadership. And I think you'll take a lot from it. So without further ado, here is the one and only Art Dugatti. So Art, let's start off with a question about, uh, maybe it's a quote or a phrase, a verse that has been a life verse for you, that has been a source of continued inspiration. If I were to ask you, what, what would that be? What would that be? Uh, there's a phrase which uh, properly explains the sentiments, which uh, a Filipino phrase that properly explains my sentiment. It says, Wag kang pasaway. Okay, translated in English, never be a burden or a bother to anybody. Mm. Simple, but very in-depth with mm. meaning, very in-depth with responsibility. The first thing that inspires me, wag kang maging pasaway. I borrowed that from one of the uh, uh, program of a very uh, prominent uh, lady, uh, reporter, a statesman, upright. Uh, she said, you want to succeed, what can pass away? Right now you ask me off the cuff, what is that message you want to always make you remember? Mm. What can pass away? In English, never be a bother or a burden mm. on anybody. Mm. Very simple. But I think you will agree with me that that is fraught with noble meanings. Wow. Wonderful. I love this. I, I like to talk about, of course, your name in recent years mm. has been linked, obviously, to Clark and the mm. tremendous growth of Clark and a lot of praise and compliment and, of course, media interviews have come your way and recognitions and rewards. 
um, in terms of uh, the, the growth, explosive growth of Clark in recent years. But for you, what is the proudest, what is a compliment that have you received, let's say this year, that you're the most proud of? Ah, the best compliment that really I can take very special feelings for or feeling of extreme pride is the compliment that is expressed by my people when they show me transformation of their ways of doing things, when they demonstrate the reaffirmation of certain cultures and attitudes and values in the discharge of government service. Hmm. You see, government service is froth with many perceptions, many at times wrongly. And so we try to remove conclusions that are dictated, judgment that are predicated on perception. Hmm. And I told my people, be aware of certain cultures and ways of things, because we have to fight certain perception. The perception must be, we are doing the right thing. We are on the right path. We are doing government services. I see this now every day from my people working with me at the Clark Development Corporation, and I tell myself, this is a glaring recognition that we are doing the right thing. Mm. Of course, we will go to the materials because we are human beings with human psyche. Mm. Sometimes we want to see something material. When your peers and government recognize you and say, you are one of the best, if not the best, government-controlled corporation, that to me is meaningful. Mm. When people like Secretary Lima of PESA will tell me, yes, you, you are one of these, that to me is meaningful. When the president tells us, you guys are doing a great job, that to me is ego-busting. You know, when your peers and your superiors in government tell you, go ahead, continue with the good job, that to me is ego-busting. Mm. That to me is character building, mm. that I appreciate. Mm. When you get recognition from business entities saying that the organization you run and operate can match with the best mm. private entities, that to me is a recognition that is aspired for mm. and that will keep us going. Imagine a government bureau being recognized amidst known private companies, is mm. that something? That is one recognition you will cherish for the rest of your life. Mm. When people in business tell you and put you in a book the way Mr. Concepcion puts it and feature your life, that is a recognition by myself, mm. for myself. I appreciate that. Mm. You know, but what is important is not being recognized for what you do. What is important is the recognition which they give you becomes a model or an example for others so that they are convinced that if this guy art to God, they can do it, we can also do it. Mm. If this guy art can perform, we can also perform. In fact, this recognition must be transformed into making it an example for others to follow and emulate and perhaps better put, to make better so that they can be better emulated in their own rights and in their own time. Mm. 
Excellent. This is. I'm very. One of the reasons we have. One of the purposes of this of these interviews are to deconstruct um, success, deconstruct people's mindsets. So, I hope you don't mind. I would like to go into your past per se. Yes. And I'd like to go into the question of who who is your hero? Who has been? If you look through your lifetime and you can go back to your childhood, but who for you has been a massive inspiration to to choose the life that you're living today? Very simple. My mother. You know. Tell me. My mother is uh, just an ordinary housewife. My mother uh, is just an ordinary employee in government. Together with my father, who is also an ordinary father, employed in a government bureau, they can make both ends meet. Every day for them is a challenge. But why they meet the challenges every day? They have not forgotten the greatest responsibility that is born on them as parents, which is to raise good children. Consider this situation that when I was taking up law, I was staying in uh, one of the depressed areas in Quezon City called Tatalon Estate. It is a squatter's uh, domain where uh, water is not a common thing. You have to pump wells. Mm. The comfort of a toilet is not a beautiful fixture because your toilet is a hole on the ground. That's where I grew. And if I tell you that of all the children which my father and mother have begotten are all professionals, to their blood, sweat, and tears, and produce lawyers, doctors, nurses, Tell me, my friend, mm. is, can they be classified as your hero? Absolutely. Hero yeah. that really affects me. Mm. I will not relate myself to heroes that ref, uh, reflect the world mm. or the nation. Hey, my hero is the one that has influenced me. And the one that influenced me is the person that has guided me day in and day out at the time of their highest trials and tribulations and succeeding at that. Mm. Oh, how I wish my mother, even my father would be around listening to me now. Oh, how I wish they are around. When we, their children, are starting to enjoy the fruits of their early sacrifices, they are my heroes. Mm. The cultures that I have, Honesty, if it is not yours, don't meddle with it. The culture of God is good. Mm. It's all for my mom. You know? Mm. If you have to work, work hard. You know? Work hard. Don't steal. Very simple. And my, my father told me, we may not have money to transport and to have mobility at that time, but he inculcated the virtue of punctuality. Mm. You know, my mom told me very easy, son, of course in Filipino, never miss out on saying mom or sir to anybody even if he's young, provided he has an ascendancy in terms of responsibility and authority, say mom and sir. I say mom and sir to everyone. That is one of the jewels which I have inherited from my mom. She is my hero. My father, 
working. Hard working, even Sundays would work. Do you know Lichon? Lichon? Lichon of course. Babai? You know Lichon Babai? Sarap. <laughs> Sarap. But the people who prepare with Lichon sweat it out. You know my, my father. Mm. To augment the meager income he makes out of being an employee in a government bureau has to Lichon every weekend to spare. And you know what we eat sometimes? The drippings on the lechon. You consider that that that, that hero that that's not influential for you, my friend. I don't know what that <laughs> hero is. Wow. They are my heroes. That's beautiful. But of course, the heroes and the way you pursue in relation to what you idolize as a hero must be complemented by certain things. Number one. It was complimented by my education from the Benedictine monks. Oh, how I love the priests of the Order of St. Benedict. They gave me scholars. I still carry their medallion. Yeah? Wow. Yeah? Because they taught me. They gave me education. And you know what, Mike? Yeah. For free. Scholarships. From my grade one up to when I finish my college of law. Hmm. You don't think they are uh, <laughs> something in my life? Put that on a second level. Yeah. You know? <laughs> oh, how I appreciate them. Hmm. The educators in my life, my teachers, some better school. That's the only school I know, and it's the best school. I still carry their medallion. And I've been out for more than 40 years. The medallion of St. Benedict. Yeah. Heroes, every day you must have a hero. Because hero is never permanent. Yeah. Your list of heroes must be a growing list. And so I have growing list of heroes. I have my friends who support me. When I cannot afford to have a snack when I was schooling and would share with me their baon, they are my heroes. They will be my continuing heroes. Mm. When businessmen teach me how to make money in the right way, they are my heroes. When you see examples in government mm. that are ready to sacrifice, they should be your heroes. Mm. Hero, there is no one hero in somebody else's mind. It must always be a continuing list of heroes. Mm. Because heroes come in different perspectives in your life. Mm and you cannot attribute it in a holistic sense yeah. only to one. Exactly. But you picked a good one to start with. <laughs> I'm sure she's very yeah. proud. Oh, how I wish she's around. Yeah. In, in terms of, like, I guess in this podcast, we talk a lot about, you know, the personal battles. Like, you know, the greatest battle you ever fight is, you know, the voice in your head, that the person within. For you, what was the best advice that you ever received? Number one. The best advice. My situation of poverty during those times. Mm. My situation of one during those times were never areas for discouragement. It was, and they were areas to inspire and challenge you to do better. And then you say you have something and you will appreciate the something you have because once upon a time you were in want. And so you appreciate your mobility because once upon a time you used, used to walk from one area to another, from home to school. 
And so you are wearing shoes, because once upon a time, for the last four years until you graduate, you were just using one shoes. My greatest lesson, all these things, my friend, inspired me and inspired me. No end. Mm. Being in want and being impoverished is never a situation for discouragement or a stumbling block. I consider them challenges so that once upon a time, I will stop walking, I will have the luxury of life. Once upon a time, I said that I dream, I will eat the best food that can possibly be bought by money. I consider my want, I consider my poverty, mm. I considered my difficulty as challenges rather than opportunities to sulk and to be sorry about myself. And I saw this in my parents. Mm. They tried to fought the challenges by trying to breed, breed and come out with children that hopefully can make a difference in the life they pursue, in the careers they have chosen, in the profession they will have to work for. That's fantastic. When you talk about this inspiration, for you, what is the best change that you ever met in your life? The best change that yeah. ever happened to me? Huh. Or a personal decision that you made, you said no to something, for, to say yes to something better. <laughs> every, day, every day is, <laughs> if, if that is the uh, ambit within which you ask the question, ah, I say no a lot of times. Only this morning, someone carried a gift. You know, I said, no, you know, uh, you have to understand me. This is government service. Uh, but the change, you know, how I wish really, when you are already uh, financially stable and you have the mind to pay back to your country and government, go join government. Mm. Go join government. At first I was afraid, at first I was perplexed, at first I was curious why I joined government. But when you have the idea of paying back, when you have the idea of realizing that there is a mandate for government service, at the same time you are financially stable, in God's name, join government and spend time in government even for one year. You can make a difference. Mm. That is one decision I decided. I have never been in government before, but three years ago I opted to join in government. I saw a lot of things. I saw that when you are financially stable and in government and you are clear with your vision and mandates, you are clear with your government mandate, you can make a difference. Mm. That was a decision I made, and I don't regret it. And I don't regret it. Mm. It is heartbreaking. It is wallet pinching. They create monsters out of you when honestly in your mind you think you have done the right thing. I don't regret it. That's how you are paid for in government. Misjudgment, misconception, and malignance. Mm. I don't regret it. What about a young person that may be listening who may have dreams to one day serve the country in government? What advice would you give them where there's a, perhaps the majority of well, mainstream will be discouraging them? But what advice would you give? Talk to that person. I'm All talking right. to the person now. And please listen to me. 
you are a young person that is not yet tainted by any misdeeds or mis misthoughts. You are a young person that carries with you your innocence and idealism. You are a young person that wants to make a difference. Go ahead in heaven's name. Join the government. Carry your idealism. Carry your honesty. Carry your sense of wanting to make a difference. Join government. You can make a difference. Many times our national hero says in Filipino, Nasa kabataan ang kinabukasan. You are young. Put reality to that. And in joining government, bring with you your honesty, your idealism, your innocence, your desire to make a difference. Join government. You will not go wrong. Oh, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. So, Art, today, we, we like to, I always believe in the, the importance of daily decisions, daily decision making. Is there a, a, something that you do daily, let's say a productivity tip or a ritual that our listeners may benefit from? Yes. I always read, I always study, I always evaluate. Before the day is over, yeah. Okay? Yeah. I think of what I will do the next day. If by fluke of activities I'm not able to think because maybe I ate too much or I drank too much, I wake up very early in the morning and think up about my whole day's schedule. That's why I hate it, amigo when people are late for their appointments with me because I have my daily calendar already flashed on the screen. Yeah. You know, uh, ritual, I prepare, I prepare, I prepare. And in preparation, I read, I read, I read. I'll tell you one thing. I never sleep without being able to read three newspapers. Okay. Hmm? Three newspapers. Yeah. What f what for you is um, and this is a difficult question, in terms of a book that has really stuck out, that it's really helped you on your leadership journey. The Benedictine, huh? yep. book, on monasticism. The Benedictine priest will understand, you know, what I'm talking about. But if you go to my uh, office in my previous uh, company, because I had to divest when I joined government. So we have this building, I have an office there. Uh, my children was uh, still uh, so good to uh, allow me to maintain that office. You will find on the right side of my table hmm. the book on St. Benedict. That's my favorite. Hmm. Every time I'm in trouble, read. Uh, Any time that people tramples on my ego, I look at his doctrines on humility. When uh, you want to lead, I want to read his doctrines on, on being a leader, you know, on being a follower. Oh, I love that. This small pamphlet, but uh, very readable, and uh, it can carry you through. Hmm. So, Art, obviously, uh, in the recent years, especially the Asia CEO form and the recognition yeah. that, that, and that's how I obviously first met you at the, one of the Asia CEO forums and the amazing work. They got, those guys do, in terms of leadership in itself, and let's say you're talking to uh, a professional who's struggling in their leadership role, maybe they have a, 
They have a, their intentions are truly desiring Filipino excellence, but they're struggling to get the best out of their team. What advice would you give to that young leader? When you are doing well, all kinds of stones will be thrown your way. When you are doing good, all handicaps will be thrown your way. Buddy, for so long as you think you are doing right, go on and go ahead. You don't live for others' judgment. You live and survive by the conscience which are molded you to do what is right. The journey to what is correct and what is right is never easy. Never, never easy. If you think leading a group is easy, perhaps you have not lived, led properly. Mm. But being a leader is not easy. Every day it is a tor turmoil, it is thorns and being thrown your way. Just go on, move on. Follow the dictates of your conscience. Listen to your surrounding. Calibrate your judgment. Weigh your judgment, but move on and go on. Leaders are not born overnight. Leaders are born over the years, trying to overcome problems and difficulties. That is what will make you strong. Uh, don't be discouraged, just move on. Earlier I said, don't be pasaway, just move on. I love this, this is fantastic. So we're coming towards the end of our interview and there's a couple of more questions. Let's talk about Filipino excellence. When, when you hear the word Filipino excellence, what comes to your mind? When I hear talking about Filipino excellence, what comes to my mind? Excellence is also Filipino. Mm -hmm. Meaning, not just because we are Filipino, we become second class in terms of excellence. Filipinos can also achieve. Filipinos can also excel. And they are not a handful, there are plenty. Filipinos can transform not only their community, but the world. Just pursue excellence. You can be ex even a driver, even a janitor, even a hard gardener, can pursue excellence in their own spheres. Excellent is abounding. When I speak of uh, excellence or Philippine uh, excellence, the first perception is why? Uh, is it a surprise that Filipino can excel? They can excel, you know? And that's why the first thing I, I, I conclude, what do you think of Filipino excellence? That excellence can also be Filipinos, you know? And they can make a difference. And I assure you, uh, you know, this dark skin, uh, you know, uh, brown skin Filipino can also have excellence. Mm. We have shown, and many others have shown, that they can be excellent, even when they are abroad. You find medical professions, engineers, they're excellent, you know. Mm. It is not as if, it is a, it is a, a, a fancy, you know. It's, Filipino excellence is a reality. Yeah. Filipino excellence is a reality. The only thing is, many a times, we try to listen to the noisy. You know why? Because they hide their weaknesses. Many times, the Filipinos that have excelled are quiet, are soft-spoken. 
at the beginning, before we started recording, you talked about so many heroes that uh, we don't even know about mm. in terms of uh, excellence. Mm. Do you think, is that a weakness or is that a humility? What's the balance between sh sharing, s celebrating success or making visible success and perhaps not being as public? Wh what do you, what's your thoughts on? Number one, uh, I would like to think that some would be humble enough because every time they talk about themselves, they might be misinterpreted. Yeah. You know, <laughs> they, they might think they are having ego trips. So uh, they'd rather keep quiet, you know. Uh, many times uh, the, uh, the leader, you know, uh, just say, okay, let them just do that, we'll just follow it, you know. Uh, the, the leader. Many times those who trumpet themselves to be so, put themselves on the papers every now and then. Those who are noisy, oh, ask them about their secrets. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, that's why, uh, I don't know. Uh, we share in the quiet of our life. We share in the loneliness of our room. You know? That's the Filipino humanity. Tahimik lang, quiet lang. But many times, sometimes, the noisy people, oh, they pretend they know everything, you know. Hmm. But don't ask me what breed of people, uh, I will not answer. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe, uh, well, you can choose to skip this. I know some of our guests don't want to answer this question, but if you had, I want to know what makes you angry. If you were to punch someone in the face, who would you punch? One who calls me a thief when in fact I am not. Hmm. One who tells me things which I am not. Maybe I will... Did you say punch? Perhaps. Uh, I will deliver punches. <laughs> more uh, than one. Uh, more than one. Yeah. Because, you know, why, why, why you picture me to be this person when I'm not? Hmm. You know? In the same vein, if you paint me to be goody, which I'm not, I'll also punch you, you know. Mm. Just, just be honest when you, you talk to me, mm. you know. I'm not a saint. Uh, believe me, uh, m maybe I'm not even a holy person, okay. But I'm a very fair and a frank person. Mm. You trample that, I'll hit you. You touch on that the wrong way, I'll hit you, mm. you know. Tell you, I'm not the same. Yes, yes. I'm not holy. Maybe I have more bones in the closets than you ever think. <laughs> you know, yeah. but I'm fair, and I'm frank. Yes. Meddle with that, I'll hit you. Uh, Art, this has been a fantastic interview. I think we'll have to invite you back for a part two sometime, mm -hmm. especially deep diving on. I know a lot of our young leaders and even experienced leaders could learn a lot from your pocket-sized uh, words on, on wisdom and stories. So I, I really do appreciate uh, you making let, time for Let us. me put your comment, Mike, in its proper perspective. Please, yes. It's not only the young and the experience to learn from me. Learning is always mutual. Yeah. Even with the young, I can continually learn from them. 
even from the more experienced, I can continually learn from them. If you create an atmosphere of mutual learning, of innocent sharing from each other, this will be a more beautiful world than what it is now. Mm. So I've got one last question. And before I do, I want to acknowledge and thank you for making, not just making time for us, but the, the courageous decisions you're making on a daily basis uh, to make this country, to, for this country to reach its potential. And let me end with this question, and it's the vision you have for this country, the Philippines, the Filipino people here, and our OFWs are listening to this around the world. What is your final message? My final to this message. Let's work together, Kapit Bisig. Have a common vision for a good Philippines. They say, in 20 years we'll be there. I say, that's very long. They say, in 13 years we'll get there. I said, and I say, that is very long. If we put our hands together in the given specifics that we are doing, in the given activity that we are performing Tomorrow we will see an improvement. And if tomorrow can replicate with itself, the other tomorrows and other tomorrows, the 13 years target it is of Asia CEO is too long. The target being set for 20 years is too long. Let's make a result to shorten it. I will tell you an experience which I have. We in Clark have design certain things, from structures to development, to management, to certain things that address the community. People and community have benefited. My employees, I would like to think, have benefited. My locators, I would like to believe, have benefited. What do I get in return? In the three years that I have been in government, I have been filed against me cases in the ombudsman. One locator filed case against me for disbarment. A number of cases in labor. I will continue doing it. The cases that has been filed against me will not deter me from doing what I think is right for the good of Clark Development Corporation, for the good of the Clark Freeport Zone. Why am I saying this? The road to a good Philippines is not easy. As I mentioned earlier, good leadership is not easy. Difficulties will be thrown our way. But let us hold our hands together, cap it basic, pursue a dream and share that dream in our own spheres, in our own locale. Let's not talk of national. Let's talk about the circle where we are in right now and improve. Let's talk about the community where we are in right now and improve. Let's talk about our own barcada and group at this time and let's improve. Let's improve ourselves first and foremost. First and foremost. When you say, I don't want people to be corrupt, be honest. Let us not ourselves be corrupt. If we want and we demand that people perform in the highest order of efficiency, we should equally demand that to ourselves, that we should perform in the highest order of efficiency. What we demand, 
we must be ready to do. And then hold hands and say, come on, let's go. Sama-sama, sama-sama. Bayanihan, go for a good and better Philippines. Fantastic. God bless you, Arts, and it's an honor and pleasure. Thank you so uh, much for spending time with us. God bless you too. And there you have it, folks. A very inspiring leader with the fearless leader himself, Art Tugatti. So I'm very grateful, very, very grateful that I got to spend some time with him in his office in Clark and got to see um, the amazing growth that's happening in Clark and what can be achieved with such effective leadership. So I thank everyone in Clark Development for hosting us and I'm very grateful for Art himself for sitting down and sharing his wisdom. All the show notes of this episode can be found on our website, so bestview.ph forward slash podcast, episode number 68. You'll see all the show notes. We would love for you to share this online and through social media. Love for you to leave a review of our podcast. You know, that's the only way our podcast is going to grow if um, through reviews. So if you leave a review, it really helps us rate higher on iTunes and higher on the the podcast applications so that yeah more and more Filipinos around the world can listen to our podcast. So we're sincerely grateful to you for anything that you can do on your behalf with your network to help us inspire Filipino excellence. Okay guys, until next time, thank you so much. God bless you. Thank you. <laughs>